You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Top of the hour here on BetQL Daily. A big weekend of college basketball bounce backs and building blocks on tap. And some of them are facing each other after some outcomes earlier this week maybe have people feeling a certain way about their team maybe you're a a Creighton alum and you're feeling Mm. pretty good about your Blue Jays after that big Mm. win over UConn maybe Mm. you're a Huskies fan and you're going huh what now maybe we really are vulnerable not just those two teams but a bunch of teams around college basketball looking to bounce back or stack some wins. We'll get into college basketball bounce backs and building blocks at the top of the hour. An hour from now at 1020 Eastern here on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, our NL East preview. We'll get into that. And let's start with win totals, though. And don't forget, you can watch us on YouTube, Odyssey Sports, or Twitch, twitch.tv slash BetQL, and interact there as well. What's interesting to me, J-Rod, is we talked all week, right? about how we were going to do the division previews and well let's do this division we did both western divisions right and today will be the we did the AL East earlier right we'll do the NL East today and we kind of said to each other during one of our little post show planning meetings like eh, let's just save the centrals and if we get to them we get to them right and in all honesty as un not uncompelling cuz that's not a word i just made that up as Meh. Write that down. As both central div- uncompelling, yeah. Just I, I don't know what the Spanish mm-hmm. translation is for that, but I'm I sure say I sang the anthem uncompelling, so it was good. <laughs> they, they have a Spanish translation for everything. I'm sure you can find Absolutely. a word that means uncompelling in Spanish. Um, <laughs> so both of these divisions are just meh, the centrals. But then when we get our sportsbook insights from BetMGM in our email inbox yesterday, and you look at the most volatile line movements on win totals, whether it be the most bet overs, uh, whether it be the biggest declines in win totals, the biggest increases in win totals. What do we see the list littered with? Teams from the central divisions. I mean, we've got the Tigers moving from 79 and a half to 81 and a half. Guardians improved by two as well, 76 and a half to 78 and a half. Uh, let's keep it in that division. The Royals tick up a win to- uh, in the win total market, 72 and a half to 73 and a half. Pirates, I can't imagine the Yasmani Grandal signing is, has a lot to do with this. Okay, can't imagine you're that excited about the Mitch Keller extension. Maybe you are. Uh, the Pirates from 72.5 to 74.5. Those are some of the biggest increases. And then the biggest decrease uh, from open to now. Also in a central division, the NL Central. And you understand this with the Corbin Burns trade. Brewers dropping from 78.5 to 76.5. But the most bet overs, both in tickets and handle. All in the central divisions. Reds, 
Pirates, Royals, the three most bet overs. Royals, Pirates, Tigers, the three most bet overs in handle. So here we are, whether we like it or not, J-Rod, talking about these Central Division teams because there's lots of volatility in those markets. Yeah, I think because the bar is so low. I mean, let's just check with the American League Central, right? One team had a winning record, and that was the Twins who won the division with, what, 87 wins? Not exactly, you know, murderer's row out there. The Twins are the favorites to win the division, but I don't think they've done anything that's to really separate themselves from the rest of the pack. While I think other teams like the Royals, the Royals are my sexy pick, right? I, you know, and the fact that it went up a tick, I'm glad I got it at 72 and a half. I like that. I understand this team won 56 games. If it wasn't for the A's last year, the Royals would have been terrible. But the Royals have low-key probably the best player in the American League in Bobby Witt Jr. Now that Otani has gone over to the National League, Bobby Witt Jr. went 30 and 49 last year. First 30-30 guy in Royals history came a stolen base shy of 30 homers, 50 stolen bases. I think the bar is so low in Kansas City. I, I even picked them to win the division. Listen, it could be the race to 80. The first team that wins yeah. that gets to 80 gets to go to the playoffs. They're all going to be in the hunt for the wild card. Yes, even the White Sox, that second wild card. It's going to be a you know, it's going to be a fun division because it's going to be a bad division division and I, I can understand it when it's so low sure I'll throw a couple of shekels on there I'll throw some pizza and, and pizza and beer money because again that's why I picked the A's at over 56 and a half you think they're going right. to just run into some wins uh, but I think Kansas City in, in my case I think they're actually going to be pretty good AL Central yeah, I, I, you know, if you use that as AL a bar Central, AL Central, yeah, yeah ex exactly uh, yeah she's a Milwaukee 10 she's a New York 6 um, sorry right. Friends in Milwaukee, I apologize. I I love you all very dearly. But I've heard other people say something like that. That's how that right. went. Um, really, I, I don't know about the White Sox, but I mean, literally, nine teams out of the 10 teams in these two central divisions could be in it down until the final week. Because, sure. again, due to the balanced schedule... They're, you know, nobody's going to get dragged to the bottom by the rest of the division. They're all going to get beat up by everybody else, I would imagine. And so, like you said, get to 82 wins. And I think a, nine of these 10 teams are capable of getting to 78 wins. They're capable of 78 wins. You get to that number, that means you're going to be within shouting distance of Five, not just your division yeah. lead. Yeah. Not just your division lead, but probably within shouting distance of a wild card as well, right down until the bitter end. So I do understand some of those flyers, some of that movement that you mentioned uh, on like the Guardians and the Pirates, the Royals, you, you laid out a good case for them as well. I understand the two-win decline on the Brewers' win total, again, because of the Burns trade, what it does to their rotation. That lineup is what? It's, it's Yelich and Hoskins. Um, and Hoskins, what's he going to look like? Um, and so I, I do understand some of these most bet overs being on the Reds. The Reds at just 82 and a half, given Ellie De La Cruz and another year of development, everything going on in Cincy. Um, and so that, that does make sense to me when you put it that way. When you talk about, hey, I mean, if it's 72 and a half, 73 and a half, 74 and a half, why don't I take a flyer on one of these 
Central Division teams. I um, will say some of them- one argument, though. Now that Cleveland, mm-hmm. now that the Guardians have moved up to 78 and a half, I would now take the under on that. Because, I, I, listen, Terry Francona is no longer there. He has retired, right. new manager. There's no offense there. Other than Jose Ramirez, there is no uh, – and by the way, I love my Latin people, but Jose Ramirez is a generic name, and he's like a generic superstar. There is nobody there other than Jose Ramirez, you know what I mean? The pitching staff, eh, new manager. What I mean, Terry Francona kind of has that Eric Spolstra, kind of, kind of wills your, your, your team into – Guardians are as generic as generic beer, man. So 78 and a half, I may just jump on that under because I don't think they're going to get to 78. Yeah. If Josh Naylor has a decent year at the plate, gives Ramirez a little cover in the lineup maybe. But still, that's that's what we're talking about in the middle of that order. That's there, There's not a lot there. So, I yeah, 78 and a half might be a little tight for the Guardians. Um, 78 and a half, I think, is just in general when we're talking about these teams, whether they're in the central or outside the central in either league that are borderline wildcard contenders. Like, for example, the Marlins at 78 and a half are one of the most bet unders. Um, when you get to 78 and a half on, you mentioned the Guardians, you know, I don't think the Pirates will get there, but if they got there, um, the Marlins, that's where I start to hit the pause button. Like you said, go, whoa, 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 wait, wait. Let's reanalyze this thing. 72 and a half, 73 and a half, 74 and a half. It's a whole lot different than 78 and a half. Now you're telling me that this team is going to be no worse than, what, five, six games under 500. And that, for a team like the Marlins, who, again, we'll get into the NL East in a little less than an hour, I see a whole lot more landmines and potholes on the way to that number than I do you know, checkpoints that I think they can clear. Yeah. 78 wins is kind of when you start getting in, that's a little bit of the high grass now, right? That's a, that's a little bit of the tall grass, 78 wins. Now you're flirting with 500. Now that is now get, got you maybe within four, five games of that second wild card where you're like a, a good winning streak away from, from getting there. That's really what separates like the mediocre generic teams to maybe this team could do it. So 78 to me is a very important number when you come down to win uh, win totals. That's where you start to think to yourself, you see a team that's got 78 or higher wins. That's a team that could, could make a run at a postseason, especially with that second wild card. So now you have to think to yourself, does that team have the tools over 162 games to get in there? So this brings us back around at 78 and a half to a discussion about a team that is one of the most bet unders as well. And I'm not sure if they should be the Red Sox. I don't know what I think. I mean, look, there's, there's a chance that everything in the rotation that they're kind of rolling the dice on hits, right? Giolito looks like himself again, Pavetta, Bayo. I, I, I really like Bayo. Uh, for what he looked like at times last year, Cutter Crawford at the back of that rotation as well. There's a chance that now in that division, again, balanced schedule, even being, you know, considered for in that division, I think it's going to be tough for them to hit more than 82, 83 wins, but 78 and a half feels like an achievable number. I'm, that's not computing for me, J-Rod, as to why they're one of the most bet unders other than just pessimistic Red Sox fans going, eh, this ain't their year. 
Yeah, well, unfortunately for the Red Sox, and and it's proven this to be the case, it's either last or you win the World Series. That's kind of how it's right. been for them the last, you know, four or five years. I, I think for them is it's a very questionable pitching staff, very questionable offense. You've got their best player questioning management, talking about what we need to make some moves. We need to, you know, make some deals. You know, Alex Verdugo, who left Boston, didn't exactly leave on the best terms. I, I think they, they kind of, they're kind of almost like a rudderless ship. They don't know where they're at, but again, the balance schedule, I think, helps Boston to get to that 78-79 win because you're not playing 19 with the Yankees. You're not playing 19 with the Orioles. You're not playing 19 with the Rays. You're only playing 13. So now you get six more games that could, you know, you, you know, you and I'm not, I don't want to take shots, but now you got six games against, you know, get three games against the White Sox. You got three games against the Pirates. Make games that could be more winnable than having to face right. the, the, the Yankees and Orioles so many times. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And let's bring it all the way back around to the darling, right? I feel like they'll be the BetQL Daily darlings for the year. And really, for most baseball bettors, I would think most of the year, one of the teams we're going to watch most closely, the Baltimore Orioles. They are one of the most bet unders, at least as far as handle goes, according to BetMGM Insights, at 90 and a half. It's also the biggest increase of any win total from the open of the market to today, from 87 and a half to 90 and a half. Again, much like we talked about the Corbin Burns trade, dropping the Brewers total by two wins, that does a lot for the Orioles win total, rising by three wins. We talked about the Orioles last week. Jake is a big Orioles fan. I like the Orioles, J-Rod. I really do. It's interesting to me that pushing it three wins in that win total market and people are still hammering the under. They're still on the un- I don't know if we'll see even more under come in, if that under, if the bulk of it came in before. I would have to think it after it got pushed to 90 and a half. This is... This is, I think, going to be the most interesting team to watch in Major League Baseball this year. The Baltimore. Yeah, and especially now they've had some injuries, right? You know, they they've lost two fifths of their starting rotation. John Means may be done for the whole season. Uh, Bradish, they're hoping it's not Tommy John, but he's got all the signs of Tommy John. They're hoping rest, take a month off, maybe he'll be okay. I think that sort of, and the fact that it jumped up to 90, maybe that's more of a of a, of a liability by the books to try to get some of that back for all the people that jumped, uh, like me, that jumped on the over when it was 87 mm-hmm. and a half. Mm-hmm. Maybe trying to get some of, some of that money back if all of a sudden they fall apart. Listen, this team went over 100 games last year, okay? This team's really good. This team should win the division again. I think they should clear 91, even with their injury problems. 
uh, to their starting pitching just because they have so much offensive talent on that team. But it definitely does give you pause, and that feels like it's more of a, of a correction for liability by the books, and I get burned by it. I thought 87 and a half was a bit low. Yeah, 80, and but to, to watch three wins, granted, that's a big move for win total. Um, to watch that happen and then watch so much under come in, again, a volatile market um, on the Baltimore Orioles, which you would think would be a team that most people are pretty aligned on, right? It, it's going to be something to watch, especially with the rotation injuries that you mentioned. That lineup, though, especially at the top, Henderson and Rushman, um, there's going to be Santander for that matter. Um, there's going to be some production there. I, they're fun. I, they're fun I, and they're I, young, which is, which is going to be great. What else do you want from baseball, right? It's summertime, right. young team out great there on the field part. having fun, beating the Yankees and Red Sox. Everyone can get together on that, right? Hey, my daughter my daughter lives in Baltimore, so I make at least a couple trips a year up there to, to see her and in to see the In a great ballpark, ballpark. right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, bounce backs and building blocks in college basketball. A big weekend for both coming up at the top of the hour, and we'll dive into the NL East, our preview of that coming up in 40 minutes but coming up next we've got problems with pants and not just in major league baseball we'll explain next on beck ul daily